Hey, down there. Hey. Up, up here. Look up. Uh, okay, I'm gonna. I I don't think he is paying. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to see if I can get get down here. Hey. Hi. Is there is there a way for me to get down here? Brady Popka runs the YouTube channel Come Foam With Me. He has almost 3 million total views on about 400 videos. Almost all of them show trains rattling by on tracks, diesel engines roaring, horns blowing. He really loves trains. What is a foamer? Tell me what is a foamer. It's another word for a rail fan. Foamer, I guess you can say, kind of a derogatory term towards rail fans. Uh, a lot of railroad workers uh, use that to describe us. With my YouTube channel, Come Foam With Me, I guess I'm, I'm sort of just trying to reclaim the word. And, and yeah, I, I guess you can say I'm a, I'm a foamer. And so that, that interest, and for your channel too, that's why you wanted to speak to that guy that you saw outside that tunnel? Right, yeah, I just, I just saw him. I just walked down there and... Um, just was trying to pick his brain, see what he knew about the that specific tunnel, and just he was super nice. Um, I'm glad I went to talk to him, but you know, yet yes and no, just kind of based on you, well, you know. But um, yeah, yeah, he was uh, he he was really nice. Hope wherever he is, he's okay. From Folk Process, we are Keeping the Bones, the podcast that reimagines and remixes classic weird tales and horror fiction into stories set today. I'm your host, Jesse Keller. If you like this show, we'd really appreciate it if you'd help us spread the word by subscribing, following, and sharing however you can. Now, our inspiration for today's episode is The Signal Man by Charles Dickens. Yeah, I just I just had to go see it. Um, it's about like a two hour drive just on dirt roads. And so I got there and I was up above on the edge of the um, like the, the cut where the where the tunnel comes out. And I, I, I saw the guy down there. Uh, he's probably about 40 feet down. And I just yelled down to him and he, he looked kind of scared. And, and he, was, he was like looking all around and everything, but he wasn't looking up at me. So I just figured that there was like some weird echo or, or something, but he just, he just kept looking around until I finally caught his attention and then he looked up at me. He was okay with you going on down there? Yeah, he pointed down the line like 100 yards uh, where the dirt road crosses the track, so I just walked on down. Hey, thanks. Sorry, no, I, I wasn't sure if I was allowed to come down here, so I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, just hang back on the tracks there a little. For sure, yeah. That, that's, that's good. You're all good there. Uh, I'm I'm Brady, by the way. I just uh, I just came out here to look at trains and check out the tunnel, you know, 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, Juan Pablo. Call me JP. <laughs> nice to meet you, Brady. Uh, are you recording? Uh, yeah. Is it? Is that? Is that okay? I I have a YouTube channel. It's called Come Foam with Me. So I'm just getting some footage for that. Foam. Like foamers. Yeah, I'm, I, <laughs> I'm a foamer. Oh, all right, man. Cool. Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what are you uh, What are you working on down here? <sighs> working on a signal. Just got it fixed again, actually. So they can send them through again. I'm a signal maintainer for this region. Oh, wow. That's really, that's interesting. Do you, do you enjoy your job? Eh, yeah, it's not bad. Good pay, good benefits. I get to work on my own out here. Uh, I kind of like the solitude of it. The hours suck. Brady interviews JP for a while, talking about the job of a railroad signal maintainer. In the video, as they talk, JP keeps turning to look over his shoulder, back toward the huge, dark tunnel opening. The sun has just set, and in the twilight, you can see a little red light glowing over the entrance. Then JP says this. Hey, can I ask you a question? Sure. Uh, have you ever, have I ever seen you before? What? Yeah. Did you, uh, ever, uh, have you ever been to the tunnel? Like, ever? No, this is my, this is literally my first time in California. So I'm from Lawrence, Massachusetts. Uh, So, yeah, no, I've never been here before. Okay, no, that, uh, that. Brady keeps recording, and they keep chatting as the sun sets, the light fades, and Juan Pablo loads his tools back into his truck. He's friendly, chatty. It seems like maybe he's happy to have the company. Honestly, though, it's rough. I'm tired, man. I've been working 12 days straight, no days off. But I need the points, because I got COVID out for a week then my aunt died down in San Diego and I took a day off for the funeral what do you mean you need points okay looking at this video can you can you tell me what Juan Pablo is doing in it yeah so he yeah he just keeps looking down at his radio but and he he was doing that a couple times but I I never heard anything coming out. Do you hear anything? I don't hear anything either, no. There's no sound on the video. Hang on. I'll be right back. Okay, now now what's he doing? He finally, I guess, decides to just go up and uh, go onto the tracks, and then he just stares down the tunnel for a while. Um, And then nothing seems to happen, but then he just comes, comes right back. Uh, anyway, uh, sorry about that. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh no, you're good. You you were saying that you you needed you needed points. Yeah. Yeah, they got this uh, point system, man. Um, um, you lose points anytime you miss work, sick day, family emergency. It doesn't matter. I'm basically out of points. 
you get points back if you work 14 days straight. So I'm here, 12 days. Oh, wow. Fucking signal keeps malfunctioning. It's the fourth time. I keep having to drive out here, fix it, then bam, some new malfunction. Hold on. Give me a sec. Uh, excuse me a second. Again, in the video, Juan Pablo looks down at his radio, then goes to stare into the tunnel. And the tunnel, in your video at least, it's it's off screen here. But mm-hmm. at the time, did you see anything down there? No, I was looking. I didn't see anything. It was just black. There was uh, like a little red light over it. Um, but that was about it. But yeah, he was just standing there just like staring into the darkness. Okay. I'm headed home. It's good to meet you, Brady. Uh, same. And, you know, I actually, I might be back tomorrow and see if I can try to get some good, you know, some more good locomotive shots. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, we'll see. If it's anything like it's been with this signal, you might see me again. Not a train. <laughs> okay, well, well, well I'll, I'll see you. Hey, uh, by the way, if I'm here... Don't yell down at me, okay? You can just come on down. Oh, okay, uh, sure. And, uh, if you don't mind me asking you, why did you say, hey, down there? Uh, what? When you yelled down at me, you said, hey, down there. Hello. Look up. Was there a reason? Um, no, I, I was just trying to get your attention. But, but those specific words, no. what, was there a reason? No, you... I, I, I don't know. I just, I just wanted to. Oh, all right. Never mind. It's cool. I was just wondering. It's no big deal. Yeah, yeah, if I'm here, just come on down. Brady went back to his hotel. The next day was full of work meetings. And then in the evening, he drove back out to the railroad crossing. Again, he arrived right around sundown. Okay, there he is. Um, Let me just... uh, um. Hi, how's it going? Hey! Same shit, different day, man. (laughs) Literally. Same signal issue. Oh, wow. Well, that that sucks. (sighs) Sorry, can can I talk now? Huh? Uh, no, you did, yeah, you said not to call out, so I didn't know. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, I thought you were someone else yesterday. Oh, uh, so, someone over there? Uh. Oh, like over by the tunnel? Uh, yeah. Did, did uh, this person look like me? Uh, I don't know. I didn't see his face. He was covering it. All right. So, 
This was years ago. When I first started out here. I was just here at this signal. Just a routine maintenance check. And I heard someone yell. Hey down there. Hey. Look up. Those words. Exactly like you said. And I did look up. And there's this guy at the mouth of the tunnel. Right over there. On the tracks? Yeah. Right on the tracks. And he's going like this. In the video, JP covers his face with his left arm and waves his right back and forth in front of him. Just waving like crazy. Standing in the tunnel, on the tracks. It was right after sunset. And I could just make him out. Right under the red light. I heard him yell a few times. Hey down there! Hey! Look up! I ran towards him to see, like, what he was yelling about, you know? And he also yelled, look out! I got right up to him, and he was still doing it. Covering his face with his arms. Waving with the other one. It was super dark in there, but I could definitely see him. And I'm like, hey man, what, what's going on? What is it? And I reached out to like, I don't know, just to, to pull his arm down or something. Then, then he was just gone. Gone? But like back in the tunnel? No. I don't know. I just didn't see him. Gone. I go back and radio the depot, like, anything wrong? And and no, they say everything's good. No problems, either direction. Huh. Yeah. So like I said, this was, uh, what, 15 years ago? Whoa. Right when I started, yeah. Whoa, 15 years ago? Yeah. So you know, right? That was 2008, July. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It happened like 12 hours later. The next morning. In October of 2008, a commuter rail train collided in the tunnel with a freight train heading in the opposite direction. 57 people were killed. The derailment and pileup blocked much of the tunnel. It took first responders up to 17 hours to reach some victims. Signal was all good when I checked it that day. But it wasn't a signal issue. It was something else that caused it. But I was passing by here, headed up to my next stop on my route. And I saw the whole thing. They were bringing people out on stretchers, covered in blood, body bags, right there, 
right there in front of the tunnel. Passing right over that spot where I saw that guy waving. Wow. Jeez. I know. Then I saw him again a couple years back. Really? Like the same place? Yeah. Was he was he doing the, the, the waving well, thing? No, no. This time he was just standing there. Totally still. But both hands over his face. Hunched over like this. Wow. Yeah. Like like someone crying or something like that. Huh. So the next morning I gotta come out here again. It was just like the past week, actually. This signal was malfunctioning again and again. And the bosses are pissed off because that causes delays. Delays cost money, etc. So I'm back out the very next morning. Simple issue. I mean, I get it all fixed up. I start the trains back up. I'm almost packed up and ready to go. And the Eagle comes through. The Amtrak, going slow, comes out of the tunnel. And I could see in one of the cars, like something was going down. People were waving and yelling. The brakes go on. The train stops right up there at the crossing. So. I run up there, and they're carrying this young lady out. Couldn't have been more than 25 years old. Pretty gal, brown hair, dark eyes, staring blankly. She's not moving. They lay her down on the ground. Everyone was freaking out. They said she was totally fine, and then she just collapsed on the train while it was going through the tunnel. It's like two hours to Rancho Cucamonga, which is the next stop. But they had radio to a local ambulance to come out here. Someone was checking her pulse, her breathing, nothing. No signs of life. They were doing CPR, nothing. That goes on for like a long time. Finally, the ambulance shows up and they're like, yeah, sorry, she's gone. Never did find out what happened to her. And that was the day after you saw the guy in the tunnel looking like he was crying. Yeah. The very next morning. Wow. And I've been seeing him again for the past few days. Right there. Same spot on the tracks, in the dark, just inside the tunnel. What's he doing? He's waving like crazy again, covering his eyes like, 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 like he's, like he's saying, get out of the way. Well, that's what I got out of it. It just goes on and on, right at dusk, for like an hour maybe. Did you Which, just... It radios me sometimes. Hang on. 
at this point, I'm I'm starting to think that maybe he's not all there. Like he's maybe got a little some mental issues or something. Because there's just I wasn't seeing anything. You keep the camera rolling. What what was your expectation of what you would do with this footage? You know, usually it's not your usual content. I I don't know. I guess I just wasn't sure. Yeah, and it's not. It's it's he was just really interesting. So I just I just wanted to keep on talking to him, but I I didn't at the time I I didn't really have a a plan. All right. Sorry. Anyway. No, no, that's that's fine. Um so did you see it yesterday? Did you see, like, see him when I was here? He was there. Every time. And just right now, too, when, when you went over there again? He's there. Right in the same spot. In the middle of the tunnel. Under that red light. Waving. Like this. Can we go look and see if we can see him? Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. Okay, there's the tunnel. I see the light. Do you see him? <sighs> Not now. No. Me neither. <sighs> yeah. Oh, man. <sighs> you probably think I'm... No, imagining things. No, 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 no. I, I mean, I, I don't know about... It's just... Yeah. I keep thinking... What is he trying to say? What's he trying to say? I mean... After the last two times... He's trying to warn me. Right? Like, something's gonna happen. Something... Really fucking bad. Maybe he thinks I, like, I, uh, he thinks I could do something. Like, I mean, maybe I could radio HQ or say there's danger. Like, what danger, they'll say. And I'm like, I don't know, but there's this, there's this fucking ghost, you know? <sighs> Fuck. I, that's it. I'm packing up, man. I can't take this shit anymore. I've been working 12 hours straight, and I just can't. They're gonna, they're gonna be pissed, and they're gonna dock my points, but fuck it. I'll do it tomorrow. He packed his things up for the day, uh, so I just stopped recording. He said that he was still having trouble with the signal. It was still out, but he was gonna come back and fix it the next morning. Um, and that was my last night there, so I went back to the hotel, and... Um, I woke up in the morning and I was, um, I don't know, I was just, I was just kind of worried about him, you know, and uh, worried about his mental health or, you know, I wanted to kind of encourage him to get help or something, you know, but um, he, he did say he had good benefits. So at least that would be covered, right? So I figured I'd come back in the morning, you know, in the daylight when it's uh, easier, you know, not to believe in ghosts or anything so finally I got to where I could see the tunnel and that's that's where my heart just stopped 
there was a man. Well, it wasn't JP. It wasn't him. But it was someone else. He was standing right in the entrance to that tunnel. And I could very clearly see he had one arm covering his face. And the other one was waving back and forth. Wow. Yeah. Exactly the same as what he described. And then there were other people and they were circled around. They were watching him. And then there was two sheriffs. Uh, there were some others. And they had a blue tarp on the ground. And they were covering something up. And just could, like my mind was around. I'm like, what? what's going on? And they told me that um, someone was struck by the train. They let me over because um, they still they still hadn't identified who it was, and and I, I had heard one of the deputies, and I, I remember this very clearly. He said, "This is his quote: the face is still pretty intact." Yeesh. Yeah, yeah. So they lifted the like little corner of the tarp, and yeah, it it was him. It was it was Juan Pablo, the, the signal maintainer. The sheriff's deputies were interviewing the train's engineer about the accident. The engineer said that as the train came out of the tunnel, he had seen Juan Pablo on the tracks, back turned, seemingly oblivious. The engineer had blown the whistle, hit the brakes, but it was too late. So finally, he just turned away, covered his eyes, and shouted down at him. At the moment Brady was driving up, the engineer had been demonstrating what he had done in that moment. He was covering his face and he was waving and he said, hey, down there, hey, look up. That was the thing. He said the exact words, hey, down there, up here, look up. Those were the same words, the exact same words that I said to Juan Pablo when I, when I saw him. And the, the, those, that's what freaked him out. You know, if, the, if this hadn't happened to me, I I would have thought that it was made up, you know. But I had it. I had the recordings told directly to me by the man who was now under the tarp. Thank you for listening to Keeping the Bones. We hope you enjoyed this episode, inspired by The Signal Man by Charles Dickens. If you did enjoy this story, please do subscribe to get the latest episodes when they're released. And if you really want to help, head over to patreon.com slash keepingthebones and throw in whatever you can. Good ratings and reviews of Keeping the Bones on your podcast app of choice are also a big help in spreading the word to new listeners, and so is following us and sharing on all the usual social media places. You can find all those links and more at our website, keepingthebones.com. Today's episode was adapted and produced by me, Jesse Keller, with help from Abby Watt. Besides my own, the voices you heard today were Brendan Cahalan and Dave Rivas. Our show music is by Son of Lone Cat. We'll be back soon with another story.